is the Under Centre Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Under Centre Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Marr, and I am joined by two of the villains that did not make the cut in the latest Suicide Squad film, Phil Malloy and Jake Woolhead. Lads, you didn't make the cut in the first one, but hopefully maybe we can see it in the sequel. I don't know, I was pretty explicitly told that the ability to grow your fingernails out really long <laughs> is not a good enough villain power. Yeah, and my vicious sarcasm didn't seem to go well in the director's <laughs> cut. You seem to cut it all out, but yeah. You I, by the way, I'm for your audition, and I've, you just went sarcastic too, so it didn't work out. I have some serious questions. You mentioned sequel, but I thought this was a sequel, and then I heard maybe it's a prequel from the Birds of Prey. I'm so confused about this this movie. I don't know where it That's is. That's one of the reasons you didn't get cast. <laughs> maybe <laughs> not knowing shit. <laughs> It's sort of along those lines, though, isn't it, really? Um, I think the first one, they kept some characters in that they liked, and then that was about it. And then they obviously made that Birds of Prey one, um, which I, I wish it was so much better than it was, because you got you had Ewan McGregor in it, and, you know, it's they just ruined an appearance for him in a film that didn't work. But sure, look, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. Anyway, uh, we are back to talk about our all-hype defences. We talked about our all-hype offences a couple of weeks ago. Those players that have entered the league that are all-hype but have not quite made the cut just yet. Now, we're not saying that they will never. Just saying right now, they've still got to do a bit of work to uh, convince us otherwise. But before we get into the show... If you are watching us on Twitter, make sure you are following us on Twitter. Um, if you aren't, uh, you can. It's at UndercenterPod. So just find us there on Twitter and make sure you are following us there too on that. If you, uh, We are on YouTube, youtube.com. Um, just search Under Center Podcast. That's where you'll find us there. Make sure you're liking this video and subscribing to the channel as well. Facebook.com forward slash UndercenterPod. And Instagram at under center pod uh, you'll find us all there we update it regularly enough there the instagram and stuff too but we're probably most active on twitter so that's probably the best place to find us but let's get into air all hype defense we'll get straight into it and you know what uh fion i'm actually gonna let you go first on this one so i'm gonna pull up your all hype defense so we're gonna do it the same way as we did our all hype offenses fion's gone to uh, explain his team and why he picked them and uh, then me and Jake will destroy his picks and get into fights <laughs> with him over it um, because uh, full disclosure I know one name that's on it already <laughs> and we're going to go to blows about this yeah. but anyway Fionn this is your all hype defense so tell us a little bit about your selections yeah I think I think I might get some heat for this from a lot of fans these guys are not the prototypical overhyped players uh, and I'll go through them and it'll kind of explain a little bit. So starting off on our defensive line, I've gone for Frank Clark. There's a couple of guys uh, that you could also go for. I know that are maybe more on the overhyped spectrum. But the reason I chose him was he's worth $28 million a year. He managed 29 tackles, which is not terrible, but it's also not $28 million worth of defensive end. And on top of all that, he might not even play this season because his off-the-field issues are also causing him problem. And I factored that in to all hype. If you pay a guy loads of money without looking at whether or not he can fulfill even his contract, 
for me, that's hype. That's paying money for something you're not guaranteed to get and that he can't live up to. Miles Jack, a little, a few people might be surprised of having him, the linebacker from the Jaguars. He again is a guy who's worth a lot of money. $58 million contract he has. And the reason I've put him there is because if you look at the guys around him on the contract spectrum, he is well below those numbers. The guy ahead of him, Cunningham off the Texans, in the last two seasons has averaged 164 and 142 combined tackles. Miles Jack is only 118 and a season shortened 66 last season. So I know tackles aren't the best metric, but unfortunately for him, he's not living up to the massive money that he got given. Stefan Gilmore is more a straight up eye test. I think he's overhyped. I know he was brilliant a couple of years ago, but the problem with the cornerback position is as soon as someone knows you're good, they just avoid you. And he got into the Pro Bowl this season, and we discussed this on our Pro Bowl show that we did not think he warranted getting in. He was a he got in on on past seasons hype, uh, and we don't think he lived. I don't think he was even the best corner on the Patriots the last season. So I think he definitely qualifies as a classic over a hype situation this season. And finally, the one that Dara definitely has the problem with, that is Jamal Adams. And again, I think along the lines of Frank Kirk and Miles Jack, you gave up everything to get this guy. And he hasn't been everything on the pitch. He's been good. He's been fine. I described him as grand, but you didn't pay grand money for him. You paid loads of grand to him to come over and play safety. So, that's my thing. Full disclosure as well. Uh, I did want a different guy and I couldn't pick him uh, because he plays for my team. I do think that uh, Landon Collins is very dubiously overhyped, but I'm a Washington fan, so I'm not going to throw him under the bus. So for me, it was Jamal Adams. Yeah. Um, Darren, let me go first because I know you're probably going to have a lot to I, say. I love as well that Jamal Adams say. still has his Jets jersey on in this <laughs> yeah, picture as well. Yeah, yeah. When putting that picture in, I thought it would be a bit too much insult to injury for Darren. <laughs> um, let me go through your list here, Fionn. Uh, Frank Clark. Uh, Miles Jack, Jamal Adams, it all comes down to the same thing. It's money or what you had to do to get them. So I I'm completely agree with you. Frank Clark and Miles Jack are way too overpaid for what they produce. Jamal Adams, you just had to give up, what was it, three first rounds to get this dude? And he's two, not even two first and a third. I'm sorry, two first two and first a third. And a third. And he's not even practicing, if I'm wrong, because he wants a new deal. Contract hold out, yeah. <laughs> yeah contract hold. I didn't even realise that when I put him in. That's not <laughs> yeah. even... Contract hold out. <laughs> you want when you, you trade two firsts and a third for this dude. And then Stefan Gilmore, I'm complete, he got into the Pro Bowl on a just a popularity contest vote. That, I can't remember the, the, their cornerback on the Patriots, but he had certainly the had... double barrel name. JC yeah, Jackson. JC Jackson. He had certainly better stats than uh, Stefan Gilmore last season. Yeah, he did. I think he was uh, he was actually rivaling uh, Xavier Howard for the number of interceptions he had at one point in the season too. So he was definitely he should have been in the the Pro Bowl instead of that. Um, yeah, Fionn, actually, to be honest, with a lot of your picks, I'd agree with you. You know, Frank Clark, oh, really for the for the money, Jake, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we still have to get you a your team now too. So let's 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 hold the boat here for a second. <laughs> oh <here>. dear! <laughs> just because, just because I think Fiona's just targeting us because last last couple of weeks on the offense he's targeted you on the Giants and now he's targeting me on the Seahawks. But um, yeah, Frank Clark for the money that you're paying him, he's not giving the money's worth. If you know what I'm, I'm trying to say, Stephen Gilmore, yeah. I think he's holding out at the moment too because he's looking for a new contract. Whether he's deserving of one, uh, like top cornerback money to, to the likes of Jalen Ramsey, question mark still about that. Miles Jack, yeah, Miles Jack was part of that, you know, Saxonville era in Jacksonville. And then all of the good players left, but Miles Jack stayed. So it sort of tells you there that, you know, he was, you know, he was part of a great defense, but he wasn't part of a great defense, if you know what I'm trying to say. He was there, but he was not one of the ones that was making Saxonville. That's such a stupid name. And I, was... I don't know about you guys, but when I was coming down to this, defense obviously being a more subtle position, the guys are actually paid reasonably what they're worth. So, like, the the names that you know are very rarely overhyped because they're so careful about handing out money and handing out praise. So that's why a lot of my picks have landed on the kind of the, the have you lived up to your contract more than necessarily media yeah. hype. Uh, Stefan, I think, falls directly in the media hype. But yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I found that when I was trying to pick my players, a lot of it came down to, are you, are you living up to the value someone put on you more than... Yeah. Do fans think you're amazing and your stats just don't back it up? Yeah, and no, and, and you're right. And look, with, with the Jamal Adams thing, like I know we joked about saying that we're going to get into a fight, but <laughs> there's a lot of points no. I agree with you with. There is a lot of points that I agree with you with. For a player yeah. who, who plays in the safety position as well, his coverage is questionable. You know, um, it's not it's not great. The Seahawks are blessed no. that they have a fantastic safety in Quandre Diggs there to sort of help the you know the limitations that Jamal Adams has. Like if you could make if you could make a special position just for Jamal Adams to be like a blitzer, you know he'd be one of the best players in the league if that was his actual position. You know, because nine and a half sacks last year leading the team was um, absolutely fantastic for him, but paying what they did for a safety who doesn't who isn't really great at playing safety doesn't make sense you know and the fact that the contract holdout is is going on at the moment i, I like they're going to pay him it's just they're just trying to work out on the the exact numbers there's reports going on that bobby wagner is the most paid uh person on the defense they don't want to go over that I don't know why, like going over Bobby Wagner's, I think it's twenty million dollars a year, is such a thing. Because that's Bobby just Wagner the team's is... excuse to tell him, like, yeah, I, think, hey, I can't go over twenty yeah. million. I know it's 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 a silly because I think actually what would get it done is twenty one. So you know, for the sake of it, an extra million per season and however long the deal is going to be, it just does not make sense. Um, also, the thing is, he is only twenty five. He's still so young in this league as well. So there's still so much time for him to improve in his coverage to, to sort of nail down that safety position and be a top safety um, in for the next 10 years in the league. For myself, hoping that is going to be with the yeah. Seattle Seahawks because I'd rather Jamal Adams on my team than to face him because he is hard. Because he, for some, you can set up blockers for him, but he still gets through and gets after that quarterback when he is, uh, when obviously the, the play dictates. So, Fionn, I'm not really 
I'm not really disagreeing with him being in the all hype team because obviously for the, the money the Seahawks paid, he hasn't lived up to it. Or for the picks that the Seahawks gave up, I should say, hasn't really paid off. So for that, yes, I will allow you to put him in your team. I'm giving you permission. So to put generous of you. Thank you so much, Darren. That's so generous. <laughs> you, can't, you must be catching me on a good day. You know I'm going on my holidays soon. That's what it is. But let's say, so that is Young's all hype defense. If you agree with that, if you, if you don't agree with any names in that, Comment underneath and let us know, um, and we'll 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 chat it out. We'll chat out. If you're Seahawks fan out. and you, shout out to the Cowboys linebackers who are all overhyped. <laughs> I cannot agree. I more. wanted to put I wanted yeah. to put some Giants on there, but I kind of like Blake Martinez, and I couldn't name even a single other Giants linebacker. So I you, said, well, I'll tell you, the other linebacker opposite Blake Martinez was Mister Irrelevant last year. So was it Mayo? Was not... it Mayo? Now he was there for a while. I think he's. he's yeah. uh, I mean, you can't really What's call it, them underrated when they're literally not rated at all or overrated. So, like, rated is okay. <laughs> rated is just rated. they exist. Yeah. They're on a list somewhere. <laughs> Who was it? Was it? Was it Coughlin or Coughlin or something like that? Was that the other linebacker Who? on oh, the Giants? Tay Crowder. He was. Hey Crowder. Yeah, yeah. Tay Crowder. Two hundred fifty-four pick. Yeah. Let's see if you make your uh, team here, Jake. But because this is Jake's all hype defense if tay crowder made it onto my all hype <laughs> defense like the, if you're mr irrelevant and you make an all hype defense you're probably doing something right to yeah, yeah. so okay let me go through my picks and you can obviously see one of these that was pointed directly at someone on the podcast here um okay we'll go with christian Wil- uh, wilkins of the, the miami dolphins he was picked 13th overall um in the first round of 2019 um, he kind of had a weird tumultuous start to his season. He got ejected four games in or eight games in for punching somebody in the head. Really not an ideal look for somebody you want to be on your team for a very long time. And by all accounts, he's constantly getting pushed around by uh, run blockers uh, in run plays. It's like, that's not ideal. Like, that's not good. In, in last season, he got 40 tackles and two sacks and I mean, that's just not good enough. He was kind of low in defensive lineman for them stats. Uh, who else we got? Eli Apple. I'm sure a lot of you know. Uh, Fionn, you probably know him as well as I do. Yeah. He was uh, the 10th overall pick by the New York Giants, uh, who I think a lot of people said he was a reach anyway. Um, but then he had all this kind of stuff coming out where he was like, uh, he was... His mom did everything for him. He couldn't cook anything but a bowl of ramen. It's just not good luck. He was very immature for a player. And then not only that, the dude missed, like, he couldn't block. He couldn't couldn't tackle. He couldn't block. He couldn't keep up with people. Um, and then he just starts slagging off the team. So it's not good. Like, there was other players picked right after him. Larry Tunsil and Will Fuller and stuff. You'd probably, like, come on. It's a lot easier to say you go with these guys <laughs> than Eli Apple in hindsight now. Um, and then Isaiah Simmons, last year's uh, Cardinals, what was he, eighth overall, um, didn't have an ex- a spectacular season for a lot of people who said he was going to be the game changer on defense. He was going to fit into free safety and linebacker and uh, strong safety, could do everything. He, he barely made it on the field for a third of the Cardinals' defensive snaps. That's just not good enough for your eighth overall pick. Hopefully he can turn it around, but uh, at the minute, it just doesn't look good for him. And then last, but certainly not least, Landon Collins, formerly of the New York Giants. I met him actually twice uh, when he was on the New York Giants. Uh, Sound dude, but let me give you a few of his highlights. Uh, Constantly over pursues tackles. Uh, Definitely misses a lot of his lines on them ones. 
His uh, pass coverage may be worse than Jamal Adams. It's not great. We're not great at that um, at all. Um, I do like him. I have a, a signed jersey by him. I have a, a weird Dolphins t-shirt that I got signed by him as well the second time I met. Don't ask. Um, but again, certainly he, he wanted a lot of money from the Giants. They wouldn't give it to him. Moved on to the football team. Uh, got a lot of money from them. Uh, did not Certainly did not live up to, uh, to all that money. Yeah, so I can't see anything I disagree with on this one. Uh, mostly because I made a note of as soon as I saw the team is I haven't heard or seen like most of these players all last season, which means that they were all hype because they, they did nothing. I, I, I know Eli Apple jumped around a lot of teams. He was at the yeah. Saints and then I think he went to the Bengals. I don't know if he's still at the Bengals now. I think it's the Raiders now. But he's at the What's Raiders. That, that looks like now. a Panthers jersey he has on yeah. in that picture. So he was all he around was, the shop. <laughs> he's all around the shop. So even teams are getting fed up. Like Landon Collins again. Like, yeah, I remember the the, the year that he signed that massive contract at Washington. And I, t- I honestly thought he was cut. I did not know he was actually still on that roster. Um and I say I say Isaiah Simmons again. He spent most seasons of last season as a special teamer, um, and like for the overall pick, that's that's just not going to cut it. Um, I know the the like obviously being play close attention to the NFC West, um, like hearing coaches say, "Oh, we oh, we're just trying to find the right time to put him in, or we're trying to find the right sort of system to put him into." I'm just thinking, if you didn't know what system you were going to put him into before you drafted him then you should never have drafted him. So I smell bullshit. I smell that he's probably not training as well as you thought he would. He's not making the strides that you wished he would. So all he's good enough for is special teamers. So then when it comes to the end of his rookie deal, he's hitting free agency and saying thanks for everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with all of these picks. Christian Wilkins, I don't hear much of as Dara said, and that for me tells you everything you need to know. When we were do- when I was doing my defensive lineman, I noticed a lot of guys that I that I knew that I hadn't seen or heard much of last season always turned out to be injured at some point, and so I, it was kind of hard for me to select them. But Wilkins again is one of those guys who had a lot of a lot of potential at the defensive line position and hasn't really lived up to it. Isaiah Simmons killed himself i mean he had the famous quote in the in the draft before the draft at the combine sorry and he said oh where he was asked what position he plays and he answered defense much to everyone's uh admiration and they thought that was a fantastic clever answer uh and it turns out he does play defense because he hasn't picked one position to be good at enough at the pro level so i think he's struggling i have some faith that if the coach just says look Sit down, shut up. You're going to play strong safety or you're going to play outside linebacker. That's where he'll be and that'll let him develop a lot more. He's still a young kid. Eli Apple, absolutely trash. I used to love playing against him on the Giants. He couldn't cover a plastic bag in the wind. <laughs> like, he's so bad. And Landon Collins, bit like Jamal Adams, I have to concede he absolutely was overpaid for. Uh, his big problem with the with the Washington football team is I don't believe he's even managed to finish a season all 16 now 17 games for us so when you're paying I believe 90 million is what we gave him that's a lot of money that he hasn't produced for Uh, same as Dara I like his hard tackling I'm willing to give up 
some of those bad lines because when he's making those tackles at the line of scrimmage, you're hoping your linebackers are going to mop that up for him anyway. So I don't mind that. And yes, of course, his age is a little bit more than Jamal Adams. So you would like for him to have sorted out his coverage by now. Uh, but he's a galvanizer. Having those strong hitting safeties has been uh, very productive for the rest of the defense on other teams where you have that guy who's just going to come out of nowhere and absolutely level someone. It gets the juice going, gets the, the attitude correct on the team. So I'm hoping in the last couple of years of his contract, he can turn around, at least play a few games for us, show that he doesn't wasn't completely all hype. But yeah, I, in a lot of ways, I can't argue with that. I As I mentioned, I admitted when I went through my team, look, he's a guy you could have easily put on there. Uh, I went for Jamal Adams and said in the same vein. So I'm glad we both get things in then. So <laughs> well look, look, the fact you put Eli Apple up there, former Giants, it kind of it softened the blow for me, I have to say, because it gave me my little bit of ammo that I could slag. So I'm yeah, you, you've done good there. Eli Apple. I'm still a bit hurt about Eli Apple. That's why I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's some two good teams so far. Um two bad teams team left. Two two really good bad teams um, that have uh, are definitely all hype and worthy of all hype. And if you were to face those defenses, you wouldn't be too concerned about uh, about them causing your offense and your trouble. The but key let's... here is if you told your 10-year-old brother that you guys had signed all of these players, he'd be like, oh my God, that's class. I know all of those players. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Whereas when you go and actually look at the stats of what they gave you, not so brilliant. Well, it could be one of them where their Madden stats, you know, mm-hmm. complement them way too much. So, like, that's if you tell your 10-year-old brother and he goes on to Madden and makes a team out of them, you know they might be a decent team, but that doesn't transfer into real life, buddy. So, well, look, we'll move on to the last team, and that's my team. Um, this is my all-hype defense. So, we're going to start on the defensive line. And as a defensive lineman myself, there was only one – well, there was two names in consideration. The first one was Snacks Harrison um, because every team made such a play to get him when he became a free agent and um, before the Seahawks eventually got him. He was never fit enough to make a game day roster, staying on the practice squad because he was not making the weight uh, cuts that they wanted. They got fed up with him after a couple of games, cut him. Everyone went after him. The Packers picked him up, and then the Packers had the same trouble with him that season too. But he did not make my team. It was Jadavion Clowney who was my uh, all-hype defensive lineman. Look, same thing with Seattle. See it closely. Seattle gave up. This is kind of a trend. They gave up a lot for – actually, they didn't. They didn't give up a lot for him, I don't believe. They gave up a player and a pick, which actually wasn't too bad. More than they should have there. <laughs> Probably more than they should have, yeah. Um, now, to be fair, he wasn't the worst in his season with Seattle. Um, but the money that he wanted did not warrant it from his production. Um, but he got the money at the Titans and everyone knows how bad the Titans were in the offense or the defensive line last year. And Clowney was part of that defensive line that just struggled so much. Um, I don't know. Now he's on the bears. Have you seen that video of him tripping at practice last week? Um, they were going through the, the, the tackling bags and, you know, they're just trying to swipe right, swipe left. And then they go through cause they're all in the line. And they obviously, cause they're weighted, they fall to one side to the side. 
But when he was going over them, he tripped over them and fell into the last one, um, which was such a Jadavion Clowney move for the last couple of years. And don't get me wrong, like with the obviously everyone remembers the time in college and like his early years with the Texans, he was absolutely fantastic. I don't think he's a quite a bust, but you know, he just it just has not been great <laughs> for the last couple of years for for Clowney. Hopefully, he finds some success in uh, Cleveland with the Browns opposite, obviously Miles and Garrett. My linebackers, CJ Mosley. I couldn't pick anyone else uh, on the linebacker position than CJ Mosley. This guy, right, in 2019, left the Ravens, right, after making, I think it was four or five Pro Bowls in his time there, left the Ravens to sign a five year, $85 million contract with the Jets. Since 2019, CJ Mosley has played. Two games for the Jets. He injured himself in the second game of the 2019 season. And then, look, he opted out of last season um, because of COVID. Um, but it still means he hasn't played. So he has been all hype. He hasn't lived up to it. Um, and so much so that the Jets were, feel, were trying to trade him back in March. And nobody uh, would want uh, to trade for him considering that contract. And Jets being Jets, probably how much they asked for as well. In the corner position, I went with um, Jeff Okuda. I know it was only his first year in the league with with the uh, Detroit Lions, but he was picked so high up in the draft. I think he was ninth overall pick, but he was roasted every single game he played that season. He, he had a PFF grade of forty two point five. You know, he was um, he was he had one interception all season. You know, he had only 42 tackles in the whole year as well for someone that was constantly targeted too. So, you know, it really was a tough uh, rookie season for him. You know, a steep learning curve. I hope he can come back next season and um, improve, obviously, with a new coaching uh, set up there at Detroit too. So, you know, because everyone is all well aware, I'm sure, of how bad it got under Matt Patricia uh, at times. In Detroit, I'm moving on to our safety, Jonathan Abram. I've had my eye on Jonathan Abram since the hard knock season featuring the Raiders because that was the first year I really started paying attention to watching uh, hard knocks. Previous years, I, I could take it or leave it, but I followed this week and week. And he was he was the character, you know, he was the guy that was like, you know, always on camera, the bubbly personality and stuff like that. Really had a lot of confidence in himself. And we talked about Jamal Adams' issues in coverage as a safety. This guy is worse, and he doesn't have the sacks or like the the, the blitzing ability to back it up. Um, he's a guy that he's one of those guys. Like we talked about PFF grade for Jeff Okuda, Jonathan Abrams' PFF grade last year was thirty five point three, which is absolutely awful. Um, he is constantly getting injured as well because he doesn't know how to tackle. He has a, he's had a few shoulder injuries in his time in college and in the NFL because he leads with his shoulder the whole time and it keeps getting smashed to bits. So if the guys can't ca coach out of him, this is another guy where it's going to be four years, your rookie deal's done. Thanks a lot for everything. If you can get another team, best of luck to you. But guys, that's my all-hype defense. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, yeah, well, I'll start with Jadavian Clowney there. Um, I just remember all this hype of him 
I don't know whether it was being traded or he was just which team he was going to sign with in free agency. A lot of people saying the Giants might pick him up. I am super glad that they did not pick him up. He signed way too much and got way too little production out of this dude. Um, it's unfortunate. He's a very talented guy, so maybe he could bounce back, but um, recent years aren't, aren't filling me with a lot of hope. Um, and Jeff Okuda was a very interesting pick because he was like, everybody was saying, this is like the best corner in a long time, I think, that whenever he was drafted. And then he just, well, I mean, rookie cornerbacks, it's always going to be hard for them, but you just don't want to see them struggle as much as uh, as Jeff Okuda done, especially under a defensive-minded uh, head coach like Matt Patricia. Um yeah, and then CJ Mosley, uh, yeah, the whole Jets saga. I, I kind of like, I feel like when you pick a Jets player, it like I did last time, it's just like shooting fish in a barrel because they are the Jets. They were under Adam Gase. So the whole thing is immediately uh, gone to, like it's a farce. So, uh, and is he Greg still Williams as your DC. And Greg Williams uh, as your DC, which is also a, another big uh, disappointment for the Jets. Um, is he still on the Jets? I can't remember. He is now. still on the roster. He is still yeah, on the roster. I do remember them trying to trade him, and then I wasn't sure if they released him or not. Um, and then, like you, I watched a lot of Jonathan Abrams in uh, in Hard Knocks. And, um, yeah, I mean, he looked like he looked the part. He has a lot of skills. He's a hard hitter. You always like to see a hard hitter. But I think he did get injured in, like, the in preseason. He might be one of the guys yeah. that injured in preseason, actually, now that we mentioned it. Um yeah, I don't know. He just like he was highly drafted. He was highly sought after. Seemed like he had a lot of skills, but he can't stay on the field. And when he does stay on the field, he tends to do a lot of things wrong for a guy that was drafted so high. Yeah, uh, Jadavian Clowney is Dara. Congratulations, the quintessential <laughs> all hype. Literally, every team in the league wanted this man. He could name his money. He went. Did not perform well enough and still demands the same money over and over again. And every season he seems to find one sucker who's willing to go, oh, well, maybe he gets back to his original stats and we'll go. In fact, I think he's got hype leaking over from college ball from that amazing hit in the ball game against Michigan uh, where the helmet went flying. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. CJ Mosey. He got so unlucky, right? He he was playing amazing. Like you said, he got dumped on an absolutely terrible defense. And when there's so many tackles you have to make, it's probably not a surprise that you don't make any of them. <laughs> and uh, like he got paid a lot of money. He did obviously take the year out as well. That doesn't help for your hype where when you add up the numbers that you see after your big move and they don't add up to what you're hoping to see. Look, we don't like this player health. We, we can see that, but like Dara mentioned, even the year before that wasn't particularly fantastic. So that's a real struggle. Jeff Okuda absolutely came in, all the hype, didn't live up to it. He, of everyone we've named, has the most chance of eventually living up to the hype. The cornerbacks can take a long time to develop. It is very subtle skills and it is a big jump. But didn't his... Didn't his Ohio State teammate was it Ward was the other cornerback on that Ohio State team and he got drafted as well and I believe he did a lot better I don't I think he might have gone to the Browns maybe Denzel Ward Denzel Ward yeah yeah I believe yeah. they're the same year I could be corrected on that and then I yeah think Denzel Ward is a year before him because yeah. okay. they're because they're trying to work out a new contract with him at the moment gotcha so. and yeah Jonathan Abram I think lads I think we've all picked essentially the exact same safety 
for all our all hype team. It's an lads who look, <laughs> who look great. They smash people. They come in like Sean Taylor, like burying people out of nowhere. But on the back end, they don't have any coverage skills or almost no coverage skills. And they are not worth the money that they're paid. And they struggle to be on the field and to contribute what their contract asks them to contribute. So, yeah, again, once again, we're three for three. I don't have any complaints about who's on this roster. Uh, and I think you could close your eyes and pick any of the guys off the three teams and be pretty, pretty tough to argue against most of them. I'll put it like that. It's like them strong box safeties that are class at blitzing and stuff like that consistently just get teams wanting to pay them or trade for them. And then they're surprised yeah. when they have no pass coverage. It's like they were only watching highlight tapes of these dudes and don't have any actual like looking into the bad parts of them. No, you're fully right, guys. That's it. That is it. Um, I think, yeah, they see the YouTube highlights of all the sacks and all the tackles. Um and they're like, oh, but what's his coverage like? Doesn't matter. Look what he can do to the quarterback. Oh, my God. He cleared him. But, yeah, and I think that's that's what it is, too. But, yeah, like you were saying, Fionn, I do think I, – I, I do have high hopes for Jeff Okuda that he can, um, like, recapture sort, sort of college form and still make it in, in the NFL. But there was another player that I wanted to mention that he was a close second to, to Jeff Okuda, and that was A.J. Boye. When the money he signed oh, for goes, one. and then he was cut a year after. That's a really good one, yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, and again, he was part of the Saxonville time, and he never really left um, until he is, his contract ended, and then he got all that money with the Broncos. And I think he actually injured himself for a part of it too, and that was it gone. Again, one a victim of like the high Madden stats, and everyone thought he was better. I think than he actually than he actually was, but. So, like, like I said, guys, that is, that is our three all-hype defences. Um, let us know if we are missing any name that you feel deserves to be in the all-hype uh, defensive teams. Um, if you prefer, if you don't agree and think that some of these players shouldn't be in it, and that they've lived up to their hype, let us know too. You can catch us on any of our social channels, uh, Twitter, at UndercenterPod, Instagram, at under center pod as well you can go through our, uh, watch us on youtube our channel at youtube.com forward slash uh not youtube.com forward slash sorry just search under center podcast on youtube sorry i've been saying this so often you think i get it right at this stage but i, I just i can't um and then also facebook.com forward slash under center pod so find us all there it's all also at the bottom of the screen if you uh, if you want if you prefer the audio version of the podcast Search us anywhere you get your podcasts and just uh, look for Under Center Podcast. That's where you'll find us and that's where you can listen to all of our shows and our back catalogue as well. But until uh, then, I think we this is the perfect place to wrap up the show. So, guys, as always, thank you very much. Thank you. Nice one. And we'll be back next week where we hope to be having a Chicago Bears special. We will talk to the lads from the Irish 
Bears show, uh, fingers crossed, too. And we'll be having, actually, if you keep your eye out for it soon as well, because we're going to be doing our fantasy football special show. We're going to give you all the play- best players that you should be picking for your fantasy team this coming year to win your respective leagues. And some really uh, cool uh, sleepers picks, too, that can really um, help you win the league, as well as uh, we will have some uh, fantastic guests on the show to help us out, too, because, you know, I am a defending uh, fantasy football champion, but and I can give you all the right advice, but I can't say much for the other two lads. I know I might need a little bit of help. Well, let's just put it this way any player I tell you to pick, do not do it, <laughs> <laughs> just pick the opposite. That's exactly it. But guys, until next time, stay safe and we will see you soon.